Hey guys, welcome to an episode of Tech Wonderland. Uh, this is Jonathan. Today we're going to have a very special guest. His name is Alex. He's been in the podcast before. He's actually the first episode. And, but this is like a year later, and a lot has changed since that year. We, we both got jobs. He got a job before me, but we both made it into the tech uh, industry. And in this episode, we're going to talk about his experience in tech, his goals for 2023, and we're going to talk about a little bit of, about how we can uh, break into an industry today if we're starting over. So I, I think you enjoy this, uh, this episode. There's a lot of value here. And everything we talk about will be in the show notes. If you want to reach me or Alex, our Twitter handles will be also in the show notes. And yeah, if you have any questions, just hit me up on Twitter, email me. Everything's public. Everything could be in the show notes. And hope you enjoy. How's everything, man? It's been a while. You were like, my first interview was back in almost a year ago, bro. But yeah. I think Damn, when did we do that? Uh, let me see. That was in uh, probably November, December. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah, I was wow. still. In, I was still working. No, I was still in the states that time. Yeah. Uh, it was holidays. I I think and and I I I left for the states. I left for Ecuador uh, in February. So, yeah, it's been a year, man. A lot has man. happened in a year. I don't know, like, yes, huh? yep, and that's crazy. yeah. So, so like, let's start with that. Let's start with your job. Let's start with man. Uh, well, I definitely fell into a good role and company. The team is great. I usually work with a group of three, including myself. So there's one back end developer, and I'm the front end guy, and then we got the project manager. And currently, I'm working on one project, but um, usually uh, developers get multiple projects. But so far, the work is cool. I mean, I'm working on this app that helps data scientists test their experiments. Are you still? And, uh, are you still working with? Is is that like a big project, and you just help? with pages and adding new features and stuff like that or or, or... yeah it's an ongoing project and uh whatever we add depends on what the client wants so right now currently we're gonna add uh user tracking so whenever a user clicks to a different page we count that and how many users are using the app during the day on what day how many users use the app during the month but right now I'm creating, um, I'm like, I was working on uh, the status for each model. So if a, ma- if a model has a status code of 200 and the message is okay, then we render a green check mark. But if it doesn't meet both those conditions, then we render a, a red check mark. Got it. Okay. So you... Uh... So you say you are you working only front end, or or you also touch a little bit of back end here and there? No, it's hundred percent front end right now. But I have the opportunity to do some back end. Okay, yeah, because in my role, we can talk about my role later. Um, I touch everything. Like right now, today, I I, I just finished uh, building a a feature where the user inputs a uploads a, a CSV file. I get the data from the CSV file and I have to update the database with, with that. So mm-hmm. I touch from front to back. It's, it, we're a small team. We're literally, well, we were small. We're like 
six developers, six, seven developers full time. And then we have two people in Spain that, um, that base because of their school, they require them to have experience unpaid, unpaid experience. So they also get some, some jobs here and there, some tasks here and there, but we're mainly a small people and uh, a small group. I'm sorry. And, and yeah, it's, it's been fun, you know, like touching everything. Uh, I truly enjoy more the, the working with logic aspect more than, than trying to figure out a good design and UX design stuff. But that's, that's just me. What about you? Do you enjoy, do you, do you enjoy doing that? The front end? Um, more than the front end, just like creating a button and with their styles and make sure that the flow is, is, is working good for the user, like UX, UI stuff that you do a little bit. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Um, I actually got like excited that I had to create a legend for uh, the status of the model. So if it's a green check mark, that means it's good. Then red obviously is bad. So I had to do that. And I was like, finally, because I haven't done that type of work in like a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. No, for me, it's yeah. the opposite though. Like, it, for example, the, the task that I just finished now, I was like so happy when I got it because it's just working with data and manipulating the data and showing up and, and doing something with data, right? But yeah. uh, sometimes I guess sometimes I get some tasks that I just have to like, you know, make sure the styling is pretty good and, and fix the styling with CSS. You know, you you know me, I use with CSS and shit. But sure. yeah, like, <laughs> but you know, I do it all. Like, I don't care. I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy that we both made it, right? We both Hendrik also made it, and it's just been a journey, man. Man, we all came through with our um, goals. Trying to set up some more goals, though. I've been looking at um a lot of, or I've been listening to some podcasts about negotiation and just thinking about my next job, basically, but not too far ahead. Not planning yeah. too far ahead. We're talking, we're talking about negotiation, there's this good book here that I'm going to recommend. Um, Secret Powers of Negotiation, of mm-hmm. Negotiating. I'll send you yeah. the link, but for people who are interested, that Secret Powers of Negotiating, the book is pretty good. And there's also a, a version of that about negotiating salaries. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm also interested in doing that. Uh, you know, and learning more of how to negotiate, how to, how to come with, with more leverage and yeah. getting more money, right? Because, like, I, I remember there was a saying that I heard that when you negotiate, that would be the... If, if you negotiate and you get more money up front... That would be the easiest amount of money you ever make in your life because you're literally adding five, ten thousand dollars to your salary with just one phone call. Like it's super easy, right? Yeah. And and yeah. at the beginning, when you are new, at least for myself, you're kind of scared to negotiate, right? Because you've been, you've, you've yeah. Been, <laughs> you've did you been, do some negotiation for yours? Yeah, I did. I uh, actually no, I did not do any negotiation. No, I just I was like, screw it, I don't care. I just need to. I just need to get my foot in the door. And yeah. then once I come with better value, uh, we go from there. What's funny was uh, before I got this job, or once I was about to, well, I was about to accept, right, the initial offer. And then I was like, and I told my, one of my best friends, and he's like, dude, you should do some negotiation. But I was I was scared to do it because, you know, I, didn't, I wasn't getting a lot of job offers at the time. Well, he was. Same with me, man. Like, it was like I was like, I don't want to lose this opportunity, but he was like, no, nah, dude, just do it. Because if they could pay you this much, then 
you know, you can increase it by a little bit. I only increased it by like 5,000. Okay, that's a lot though. Yeah. That's a lot, man. Yeah, so, I mean, that was, I'm glad I did it, but next time I do it, I'm going to have more of a game plan. Yeah, like, once yeah. you have, like, I, I think it's easier once you you have leverage, right? Yeah. Like, you have skills, and you are, like, you're confident that you can provide value to the employer. Yeah. And also, you have other offers in the back line, right? You have more interviews, you have other offers. I think, like, in the yeah. beginning, it's extremely hard to, like, for juniors, for people who are coming new, like, some people, like, like myself, I, I can only speak to myself and some people I spoke, I, I, I've read on Twitter that they don't have anything going for them, like no offers, no interviews, nothing. And mm-hmm. when and once you get that one offer, you just don't want to lose it because it's been so hard to get there, right? I know. I still see some people on like Twitter and LinkedIn that kind of have the start of the journey, like same time as us, but, you know, they're still looking. Or worse, they uh, they got a job, they got let go, and they can't yeah. find another job, right? They don't have that enough experience. The experience that they got was so short that mm-hmm. they can't find another job, right? It's just tough. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a, so, that's, a, that's, a, that's, yeah. that's very hard, man. So that's why, like, I'm doing this podcast in a sense because I just want to meet as mu- as many people as possible. Because I mm-hmm. do not want to be in that position again. Like, I do I not want to be with no network, with nobody that can that can get me into the world of companies, right? So, like a little bit, like just meet this podcast to meeting good people, following up with with friends, you know, like yeah. you, like Hendrik, and you know, just try to find something. Like right now, I have a um, I have some more people that I want to bring in, and and definitely, I like the more people I can meet on LinkedIn and everything, the better, man. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe, uh, well, I don't know if I'm going to do it yet, but I know I was listening to a podcast either yesterday or the day before, but content marketing on LinkedIn. Definitely. Oh, I actually do want to talk to, that, to you about that because um, I don't know if you were on Twitter today or something like that, but um, Danny, Danny, the other Danny, a bunch of people from the tech community holds the space. And, and people were talking about like LinkedIn, the difference between LinkedIn and, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And what I noticed was that on LinkedIn, not, not what I noticed, what, what they said, and it makes a little bit of sense, is that if um, on LinkedIn, if you build a brand there, right, the people you're connecting with are professional people in a sense, right? So you're meeting CTOs, COOs, recruiters, people who are actually going to help you in your net, uh, in your network and in your career in the future, right? But if you network on Twitter, you're just mostly networking with friends. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. You're networking people to make friends, not to make a professional connection. That's how it feels like, yeah. Right. So, like, so once I heard it, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna post this podcast there, the videos that I'm coming up with YouTube, the blog post I'm gonna write. Actually, I'm gonna talk about that later. Yeah. Um, about the SEO and stuff. But yeah, like, like mm-hmm. I want to go, like, that's one of my main goals, actually, in 2023 is to grow a brand in any social media platform. So like I said, yeah. the, main, the, the end goal will be whenever I need a job, whenever I need a recommendation, where I need something to, to land on, I have people who can help. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. LinkedIn 
if you build a, from what I've heard, if you build a good brand, it's like passive income in the sense that you don't have to apply to jobs. People will just come to you. That that's what I said, and I to be honest, like I never, I never experienced that. Like, like I, I I've done Danny Thompson, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, LinkedIn course. I think I I saw the videos. I I implemented what he did, and and I didn't get that much luck with LinkedIn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we'll yeah. we'll see what happens, bro. But yeah, another note. Let's talk about like a little bit of uh, your twenty twenty three goals. Like, what do you, what do you want to do, professionally wise? And then also personal, if you if you want to share. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think you saw my Twitter, and I'm not sure if you remember, but uh, January 17th, I'm going to take a intro to data science class just to see how that is. Just interested and curious. Probably learn some Python on the side because I'm working a lot with data scientists, and I might as well learn a little bit more. I'm only taking one class and it's online so that'll be interesting and um, another goal is to work more with backend especially at work because I'm only 100% front end right now and then yeah slowly integrate in a hopefully like a full stack role and then another goal personal wise is Cause I had to sacrifice some time from the gym last year because I really needed a job and like trying to get that job and learning code was a full-time job. So I didn't go to the gym as much, but now I'm back and I'm, uh, I'm in the bulking phase now, bulking phase again. I remember we spoke we yeah. spoke about this last time we, we, we had you in the podcast and we were the same thing. Like, I don't know, like I just have a fatness metabolism. I just can't gain weight. Like, I'm not eating enough. Like I, I know why I'm not gaining weight. I'm just not eating enough, right? And it's hard yeah. for a skinny person that doesn't yeah. eat that much to eat a lot more, right? Yeah, I'm definitely gaining weight now, though. But it's definitely an uncomfortable process. I even got the creatine yeah. going. I got my food scale, um, clean bulk, pushing myself in the gym. Right after this, I'm gonna do leg day, so that's gonna hurt. But I hate leg. Day. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I despise like they. It's just yeah. it's a pain in the ass. Like my favorite, my favorite body part to work in the gym will be shoulders and back. Yeah, those yeah, are good ones. The good ones, yeah. But like other than that, um, so how does your routine look like? Like how 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 many days a week are you training? Uh, like uh... what are you doing? Like four times a week usually. And then okay. that fourth day just depends on what it's just random depending it's on like a filler day. Like you it's do like some a what? abs. Like a filler day. You do some abs, you do some Oh no, abs. if it's uh so if I did like chest on Monday, chest and tries, and then I'll do back and bias Tuesday, legs, shoulders. Um, Wednesday, and then that fourth day will probably be like chest and tries again. Mm. Yeah, okay. I noticed for my body, I need a lot of volume to get some muscle in there. Yeah, actually, like Grow. it's weird. It's weird because if you have a friend, and if you have a friend that's already jacked, try to work out with them. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I I had a friend that he was jacked. 
like super yeah. jacked, super lean, gifted, genetic genetic wise, just gifted. Like he can has no um, has no fat in his body. Like crazy, crazy Russian guy. No, uh, Ukrainian guy, right? From the Ukraine, yeah. like crazy Ukrainian genetics. And the guy, I used to work out with him a lot. Like every, every day. Like he used to push me to go to the gym every day because I I only wanted to go to the gym, you know, like three times a week, four times a week. He said, no, let's go every day. And he used to go every day with the man. And dude, we used to work out like for an hour, hour and a half hard. And I grew, like I got more definition than before. So the best way will be to like, to find a person or, or befriend a person in the gym that, that just, just works hard and they will Mm -hmm. push you to the limit. Right. Because we go there and we're like, okay, that's enough. Like, I'm done, right? But then once you work out with people like that, you're just like, holy shit. Like, I remember one time we did like a two-hour leg day. It was was brutal. Like, we did split squats. We did did squats. We did machines, right? It was just brutal. And it was great. Like, the next day we were at the gym again, (laughs) right? Because he he said we had to go to the gym. It it is what it is, right? But yeah. Yeah, that that'd be good. Also, um, how many grams of protein are you eating? Um, so probably like eighty percent of my body weight. Mm, okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have I a hard 80%. time. Huh? I have a hard time eating protein, man. Like enough protein to support my my gains. Like I I need one pound per body weight. That's like the standard. Or, or yeah. like 80%, whatever. So I'm 140 pounds, 142 pounds. Like I'm, I'm a twig. Fuck, I'm skinny. Right now? <laughs> yeah. Holy moly. Aren't you like 5'10? I'm 5'11. 5'11? Yeah, I'm 5'11. Dude, that, yeah, that's skinny, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm skinny. I'm man. like, uh, I'm 154. I'm like 5'7, dude. You're 5'7, 154? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fucking twig, man. I've been a twig all my life. Yeah, that's skinny, bro. <laughs> I remember when I started in the gym, I I started with 120. No, 125, I think it was. What? Like years ago. Like year, year, years ago. Like when I was 19. Oh. When you were 19, 20 years old? Yeah, yeah. When I was 19, 20, I, I had, I was like 125, wow. I think. And then the that's... heaviest I ever got, the heaviest I ever got was like 160. But I was a fat. I was fat. <laughs> oh, it's all fat. You want to work? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like fat. No, I was dirty bulking, and dirty bulk went out of control. So I was like fat. And you and you know you know you you know like the yo-yo dieting thing. So you go up and down. So I was like fuck, like I'm fat. Fuck this, you know. Then I went down all the way to like 150, and then I think I went. I think I was running for one summer, and that's that's when I shed the entire weight. So like it was like 140, 145. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like I'm I'm 142 143 right now with my current diet, so yeah. if I really want to like go back in it, dude, I have to like eat like a pig. <laughs> no, saying that's how I feel, man. I mean, all the time, it's a lot of work, man. The cooking and cleaning and you know. Have obviously- you consider have you consider like having a meal prep company, a meal prep thing? Uh, like I do the meal prep. No, no, like you hire somebody to, to meal prep for you. You know, there's like these companies that, that you can just buy meals and they come like every week. Oh, I didn't consider that. Or maybe I, I should. Mean, I got I mean, see if you, It's pretty expensive. It's like $200 a week or something Ooh, like that. Yeah, that's out of the equation. Yeah, yeah. 
Sure. Yeah. yeah. I was like, dude, I, I, like, right now, if I didn't have to pay out the stupid thing, all my mistakes from the past, all the debt I have, I'll probably yeah. do that. Like, I don't care. Like, I'll just have yeah. somebody to make the meals for me and just and just deal with it and go and just take um, get over with. That's it. Yeah, that's, I'm a big believer in, like, using money to save time. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. If, like... if I can, like, if I, I'll pay somebody to do my laundry, I'll pay somebody to cook for me, I'll pay somebody yeah, to pay my all, place, like, all, all that crap. The only thing I want to do is thing that I like, and the thing I like is just sitting in the computer and, and building stuff. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do that all the time. If I had the money, I'd do all the private jets. <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron, what, um, let's go back to this data science thing. What yeah. are you, like, what, what is driving you through data science? I know you told us that you, like, you have some people and you're working with people inside the field, like, you get to mm-hmm. see what they work with. But other than that, like, what are the opportunities? I know you're friends with, uh, What's his name? He works on Facebook. Oh, Jonathan. But Jonathan, yeah, yeah. Value. <laughs> I know. I yeah. know you're friends with him. He he's, yeah. he does that. Uh, he's a data engineer, but I'm not sure if he does data science. Um, I think he he works more with databases. I might I might be wrong, but I gotta ask him again. But for I think it's all the the hype and I just think data science is going to merge more with software engineering in the future. So I kind of just want to be more prepared, but also I feel like if I combine data science more with software engineering, I can build a unique product, but that's just where my thinking was with it. In this class that you have right now, is it like intro to data science? Intro to data science, like they're gonna like the bare basics. Yeah, they're probably gonna go through general concepts and then um, maybe some Python or a data language. But I know data science is comprised of like different fields like statistics, other math, obviously coding, and um, some domain knowledge too, right? So depends how you interpret the data. Like data can be different for like social media companies. Um, yeah, it's just a whole field comprised with so many other fields that it's uh, you definitely it's hard to master. I'd say. Mm, okay, because like I I like I'm more interested in cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. that aspect of the of the industry like if we're if we're not talking front end or, or back end stuff like anything web web related i think uh cybersecurity would be a cool one no at least i'm interested in that so i, I don't know I, i'll have to like actually see what data engineers do and data scientists do do because you know yeah it's, it's good to know it's good to learn it's good to like know what other fields are there besides what we do and maybe adapt yeah. because with chat gpt and around the corner <laughs> I know, we might get her a business. That's crazy. Let me um there's this guy on Twitter, I think his name is Santiago. And then he also I was watching one of his podcasts and he was saying that um machine learning slash data science is gonna merge more with 
software engineering in the future. But yeah, for the listeners that are interested, uh, let me see his user. Yeah, his his user handle is at S-V-P-I-N-O. He talks about machine learning a lot. All right, we'll have that in the show notes, people. And Alex, you can send me that afterwards because yeah. I didn't get his user. Yeah. How long is that class? Like four months? I think a semester. Yeah, right? about three to four months. And then we'll see how I like it. Okay. Um, and then it's probably a good, it'll probably be a good class for networking too. I heard the teacher's really good. Um, she takes time with her office hours. Mm. So... That'll be another opportunity to network and just learn, but yeah. What time? What time is the class like? Is it online that just do the homework and, and you're and you're done, or is it online? You have to be here from. Yeah, yes. I think it's online whenever because she has okay. recorded lectures from what I read, but I haven't received the syllabus yet, so we'll see. Okay, what? What drive you to go into the traditional schooling rather than just sitting down on YouTube and learning? Man, combined with like work and um, like I, I think I told you, but I might get like a side job just to help pay these bills off. The self-taught route is it's hard, man, especially for a field like this. I mean, you experienced it like you could be going in the wrong direction for a while, so you might just waste your time. So that's the main reason why I went back to, or why I want to do traditional schooling. Also mm. combined with the networking aspect, so that'd be nice. Cool. So when do you start that? When does the uh, the semester starts in after Christmas? Yeah, January seventeenth. After New Year. Yeah, after New Year. January seventeenth right. start date. Cool. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, man, as far as goals, it's keep learning, keep building. I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm I might be stretching myself too thin, especially with all the things I want to line up. Because I mean, obviously, I'm yeah. full time, and then the side job I want to do for five to ten hours a week. But I'm only taking one online class, so that shouldn't be too hard. And then there's the gym. So if I okay. get a f- where I can fit all my meals in, <laughs> I'm planning to get like a small fridge so I could put all my um, my uh, meal prep in. And then, because our fridge is full right now, that'll save some time in cleaning. I could drive- Are you getting the side job? Uh, is it online work or you have to go somewhere physical? I'm thinking physical just because uh, I know I'll get paid right away, but I could. I'll do online. Yeah. Your yeah. your your main job, you said that it, you're working Easter standard, time, Easter standard hours, right? Six to three or something like that? Yeah, six to two. I mean, sometimes I go over, depending on the deadlines. Especially if there's right. a that's funny because that's funny because you have deadlines. I don't have deadlines, so I don't know what is to work with deadlines. I mean, because since our software is our product, we don't have clients, so we just build a very chill environment where I work. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I don't uh, have deadlines. Yeah, when there's a when there's a demo for a scheduled day. Actually, one part of my job that's uh that's actually harder than I expected is the testing part. Because if you don't have a tester and you have to code, you have to find the flaws in your code and to test it, you got to do different ways of going through the product that you might not have the the brain power to do after trying to do all the code, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Like after I'm done working, I just don't want to touch the computer anymore. Like for like yeah. one, two hours, one, two hours, one, three hours. Like I don't, I don't want to see it. I'm just, my, yeah, my yeah. brain is fried. It's like you're right? stuck on a problem for how long and then you finally solve it. And now you got to go and actually go into the UI and try to break it. Are you oh, testing yeah. with, are you testing with like a framework, like Cypress or something like that, just, or are you just trying to break it yourself? Uh, Just trying to break it by going in the browser and playing around with it. Mm, got it, got it. Yeah. There's always usually something that breaks. It's just the client hasn't found them yet. <laughs> got it, okay. Yeah, so, so shit always breaks. Like, yeah, it is what it is. But today in our meeting with, uh, we, we we are going to TypeScript. We're migrating our code to TypeScript, so so that's gonna be fun. I have to like relearn it again because I remember I learned it a little bit uh, mm-hmm. once, once I was applying. But since I don't have to use it, I don't remember. But I'm just gonna refresh my memory with that. And talking about unit testing and testing, I've heard that if you have for any juniors out there trying to get a job, if you have a uh, unit testing in your resume. And you can actually show that you can do it. That will like immediately. Um, uh, that will immediately. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Alex, help me out. That will immediately uh, uh, separate you from the crowd. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. TypeScript too. TypeScript. TypeScript too. Yeah. Do you use TypeScript? No, I don't. But I've heard you can't go. I mean, there's no negative learning TypeScript. It's some. I wouldn't say it's even that hard to learn, right? No, from my experience, it's just learning where to put the where to put the interfaces, how to write the interfaces, and uh, write code that returns a certain value, and just learn how where to put those values and stuff like that. Like, yeah, where, where to label where to label uh, the variables, like how to label the variables. And stuff like that. I mean, that's pretty much it. That's like basic understanding of, you know, I could be wrong and people are like going to listen to this. Like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Guys, come on. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I'm doing like half the time. Right. So it is what it is. that's the beautiful but, part of the, especially when it's yeah. self. You're just, yeah, hoping dude, like, you're just hoping something works. <laughs> yeah. Just hoping something like freaking works and, and go from there. Yeah. But I, I, I saw a meme the other day that, you know when you when you're stuck with uh, GitHub with Git and you don't know what's going on, yeah. And you just go to Google and you go to Stack Overflow and you just copy and paste the comments that are people are there. Yeah, the people put there and you just put it there and see hoping something sticks. Yeah, yeah. So I, I saw a meme like that. I'm gonna send you afterwards, but it was so funny. Like it's literally this guy throwing uh, strings like code co- strings through through a fire and just the fire growing higher and higher. Like literally. It's like you just throw yeah. random shit 
to to that command line and hopefully it, it works out. I remember my literally my second week, my second week mm-hmm. working. I broke it like like you know like you're supposed to make a branch out of the master branch yeah, all the yeah. time. I didn't do that. Like my second branch ever that I made, I made it from the original branch that I that I made first, if that makes sense, right? So I, I made a copy of copy basically. Yeah. Oh. I made a copy of the copy of the branch. And I remember I, w- I was trying to like uh, submit my PR and my mentors. I was like, why are these, why are these, uh, um, why are these uh, files showing up in this PR if that was last PR? I was like, I don't know. And then he he just like put this command in in your terminal, and he saw a bunch a bunch of shit came. I didn't know what what was going on. And he said, "Dude, you made a you made a copy of a copy of the branch. You're you're not supposed to. You always have to use from the master one." So then he sent me an article, and he said, "Just do this." And I was like, "Oh shit!" So I read the article. I, I think I read the article like ten times, like fifteen times. And then when I was doing when I, when I was, when when I was actually doing the the step-by-step that the article wanted, I was just praying to God it works because it was so confusing. So mm-hmm. anybody listening out there, if, if you, another way to stand out is knowing Git and GitHub. It's a okay. very confusing topic. And and if you can show that you actually know what, what you're doing, um, it can also help you stand out a lot, per my experience. Yeah, it's definitely not a waste of time either because every workplace uses... Um... What is the general term for that? Version control. Exactly, version control. Yeah, every everybody uses version control. Either GitHub, GitLab, or whatever else exists out there. But you you you, you need to know Git. Like yeah, what is going on with Git? Yeah. Solid advice. Huh? Solid advice. Yeah, solid advice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna but grind yeah, out the codes? Dude, that's one of my goals for two thousand twenty three. One of my goals is to <laughs> actually what I want to do. I want to pay somebody to just show me. Ooh, that's smart. I just, yeah, I just don't care. I'll just I'll just spend the money, and somebody like to show me like once or twice a week, like a mentor or something, and and just get it over with because I absolutely despise DSAs. Man, I gotta send you these articles I was reading last night, but. Man, these uh, these fintech companies are paying crazy amounts of money. My God. oh yeah, yeah yeah. I, I've like fintech companies, crypt, crypto companies. I think, or I, I I don't know after the crash of of FTX, whatever. I don't know if they're paying that much money, but fintech. Yes. I've heard that fintech they pay a lot of money. Dude, I was reading two articles last night. One uh, where this person went through an interview with Square. And one where this person went through an interview with um, Two Sigma. Okay. And uh, both of them were getting paid 500K yearly. Is that, is that like 500K? That's not base. Okay. Um, that's combined with uh, their RSUs mm. over four years. Damn. So I was like, Eesh. dude. That's sky's, the, dude, sky's the limit, man. <laughs> man, at that point, it started out time looking at property. <laughs> Properties. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. But, like, like it's like, 
like when when it comes to fintech, like what do, what what do they want? I'm sure they want like data scientists and stuff like that. Um. So from the one I was wait, what's up? What do you mean, like roles? Yeah, we're roles. Uh huh. This I think this is just regular SWE, regular software engineers. Okay. Isn't that scientists? Hmm? Yeah, that's cool. But both of them right. had some leak code, some coding challenge. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the, the the interview was pretty competitive in a sense. Like, you have to know like DSAs and like very invest topics to make that money. I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was so. The first step was the recruiter call. Then uh, I think one of them had an initial coding challenge, and then the third step was, um, virtual, coding challenges. Some more coding challenges. And then the fourth step was behavioral interviews. And then, you know, after that, it's back and forth negotiations. Got it. Okay. But I heard the number one rule with negotiating is like. If you Not caring. State, well, definitely that's important too. But like, don't state your number first. And that's where I messed mm. up. Because if yeah, you yeah. state number, then you give them like some wiggle room to, you know. Like, uh, what is that word? But you get what I'm saying, right? If you state your number, then they can just they, put their offer around there. Yeah, yeah, they can put an offer, yeah. So yeah. what happened with me is they sent me the offer first. And oh. Yeah, they sent me, they didn't, uh, because I was working with a recruiter. So the recruiter, I don't know if the recruiter negotiated for me or something like that, I have no idea. But the recruiter, he said they like you. It was so it was so stressful. Remember, I told you that <laughs> he calls me and he says, "Look, they liked you, but now HR has to go and talk to higher ups to make sure they have everything in order so they can send you the offer." And I was like, "Oh, you're fucking kidding me! Like, just tell me yes or no. Like, don't don't play these games." And you know, I went online and I put like, "What does it mean when the recruiter yeah. says that they have to go to HR and all this bullshit?" And and people were yeah. saying either one or two things. Congratulations, you got the job. They're just making sure there's budget, there's enough budget to cover your cost and all this other crap. Or they're playing with you. I would suggest oh, try to oh. find another job. <laughs> oh God, no! That would be. And I was like, I was like, dude, do not do this. Come on, man! Like you cannot yeah. do this to me right now. And yeah. thankfully, uh, that was a Thursday. On Friday, I got mm -hmm. I got the call. I got the offer. I signed it. And the rest is history. Then you went drinking yep. out all night, right? No, man. <laughs> <laughs> that that been cool. What happened is I was in Ecuador, yeah. and when I interview, they yeah. said that I could stay in in Ecuador uh, until they say I could stay in Ecuador until like two for I could stay in Ecuador for two or three weeks. Mm -hmm. Right? They they said that to me, but then when I read the offer letter. They said that the offer letter was contingent upon me passing a drug test. Mm, okay. So after after I read that, I was like, I have to go back. Like I have to go back to the States as soon as possible. Yeah. I, I can't stay here because I doubt there's going to be a lab in Ecuador that they will uh, valid, right? They're, they will valid the results or whatever. So I just yeah. went back. I merely like I bought the ticket like two days after. I packed my shit, and a couple of days I was. I was in, I was in Florida. I was a beautiful state of Florida. I was getting yeah. my stuff from from my other place that I had, and then I was trying to like 
find a, a more permanent place. And mm. everything was happening so fast. So for people out there, money loves speed, right? Opportunity is speed. The faster you can get into stuff, the better. Don't think, don't overthink. If you have something come coming your way, just get it, and then you'll figure out the details later. Everything will work out. Yeah. Yeah. But and then you told your multiple wives you have to leave. Yep. Mm-hmm. Multiple wives. There you go. Sorry, babe. <laughs> go. I gotta go. I'm sorry. It's time. <laughs> it's that time again. I told you. I told you. I told you. I can't, I can't be here, babe. I, I told you. Four or five kids. <laughs> but yeah. All right, man. So, what else do you have planned for 2023, man? Um. So the reason why I wanted to get a second job was to hopefully save up for some real estate and then partner up with a friend. Um, so I don't know how likely that is because these bills, man. So I'm helping my parents with their mortgage and uh, I got a new car like in October. I shouldn't have gotten a new one, but here, here we what are. What car do you get? What car do you get? Uh, Camry 2023 hybrid. Oh, you got new, new, like fresh out of the, the new, new off the lot, dude. Yeah, but besides that, um, yeah. So save up for real estate. Um, that might that might be a 2024 goal to be honest, but okay. And I probably I'm looking for. I was thinking of getting another job, maybe grind some lead code in the future. Cause I mean, I live in the Bay area, so I might if be I were you, dude, if I were you, I would go to every single meetup that yeah, people, that people have all these new startups and all this venture capital shit. I'll just be there bringing waffles, bringing cookies and bringing cookies or some shit like that here. Yeah. I'm new, right? Just help yeah. me out or whatever. Just bring value and just be there, right? That's mm-hmm. worth it. Oh, you, you know what you can do? So Tim Ferriss did this actually uh, in his book. He he said that, I don't know if you still can do this, but this was this was back in 2006, 2007, man. Come on. So it's been, it's yeah. been a while. But he said that he volunteered. He volunteered to all these conventions and everything. Since everybody, every, everybody's coming back from COVID and there are all these events are coming back, you can probably yeah. do that. You can just uh, cold email the organizer of the event and say, hey, look, I have nothing better to do this Saturday. I just want to volunteer. And that's it. And what will happen is usually in this, when, these convention, they ha- when they have these conventions, they meet up. All the people who are participating and are talking are meeting up so basically you have a you're very close to the to the to the important people who are talking right mm-hmm. and then you can become friends with them so i would do that dude you're in the bay area you're literally in tech capital of the world right i know top three top three at least like what what do you yeah. have like silicon valley and some other places like texas is coming one another is one Austin? i don't think so they're definitely um, more finance for sure yeah new york is more tech is more finance Oh, uh, Shanghai? Yeah, I think Shanghai over there. I know India's uh, got a couple tech cities. Yeah, yeah, but like, I'm in Florida, man. Nothing happens here, literally. Alligators. It's all crypto shit down, down here. <laughs> Are there, is uh, Miami? Have you been down there lately? I heard I've been to Miami. 
the mayor's like trying to get more uh i don't know entrepreneur and the tech scene going down there i don't know to be honest with you i just miami yeah. does not i don't vibe with miami really the energy does not fit my my style of living if they, if, yeah I, I miami i don't vibe with miami that's why i decided to come a little bit up north and also i i live uh i work where i live like literally my job is like 10 minutes away in car 10 15 minutes away in car oh okay that's nice All right so I, i'm very close but miami is just not not for me man yeah mm-hmm. yeah man when so what am i gonna visit you first or are you gonna visit me i don't know man uh Might i think the visiting productive. the visiting the visiting will have to it will have to be for like late 2023 at least for me yeah, because me... dude, I I have these bills to pay, and I'll be oh, done paying all all the crap by 2023. Yeah. So maybe. So yeah, maybe I, I can go to the Bay Area and, and just and just hang out over there and and see see what I can do. But, yeah, yeah, man, you could. Well, I don't know how comfortable you feel, but stay at my place. I could drive you around, take you to a nice romantic dinner. <laughs> we have to split that. Though. We have to split that. <laughs> all, right, <again. laughs> all right, bro. I'll take the place. <laughs> we'll talk about the dinner. <laughs> I will expect nothing of the dinner, okay? Just all right, cool. Friends. Just friends. <laughs> just, just friends. All right, bro. Yeah, man. But yeah, that's 23 for me is going to be paying off my all, all of my debt. Yeah. Paying... Literally, I'm living like a poor person. Literally, I'll just, I'm just I'm living with like fifteen hundred dollars a month. Like that's uh, it. After all expenses, after all my expenses, and then I'm, the rest of the money is going out to debt. Every single bit. Like I have no savings. I'm going on. Like, oh, so you after all your expenses, you have fifteen hundred left, and then you put that towards debt. No, no, no. The other way around. My expenses is fifteen hundred. Oh. Less. My- even less, and the rest just goes to to debt. Yikes! Yeah, man. You save nothing. You said. I save nothing. Damn. I don't care. Did you? Do you still have your property in Jersey? Yeah, it's, I, that that shit does not exist in my mind. That money is. It's, it's like breaking down. even. <laughs> what? It's like breaking even, or what? Are you? No, no, it's making money. That thing has money there in the bank, like crazy. I mean, but, yeah, appreciation, right? Maybe appreciation. Well, I, I, I bought in a place where it does not appreciate a lot. Yeah, it's more cash flow. Yeah, so it's yeah. more cash flow king. So I have a lot of money in the bank. Well, not a lot of money, but there's money in the bank. Like the money, the property is making money. Yeah, but appreciation wise, is not. There's not a lot, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm. Like I said, that property does not exist in my mind. Like that money does not exist. I don't own that property. It's just there. And I just have to deal with the bullshit with the tenant sometimes that she calls me that something broke or some shit like that. But other than that, that's it. Yeah. 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 Man, but yeah. So, yeah. So 20, yeah. 2023 is all about like positioning yourself, right? Yeah. 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 Putting building your brand. Candidate, building the brand. Keep coding. Yeah, I feel like as developers, we can find a, we should be able to find a specific niche, right? Yeah, I think Shopify is going to be a good one. 
Uh, I don't know if you know Coding Face mm. on Twitter. Oh, he does YouTube too, right? Yeah, he does YouTube, but he's very big on Shopify. Like his course costs a hundred bucks. He has some free stuff there on YouTube, and and he's pushing Shopify like a hard man. He yeah. says you can get like eighty thousand dollars a job, eighty thousand, eighty thousand dollars a year as a theme developer. Wow, I could use that. And dude, if you think about it, the Shopify, I don't, I don't know if you if you played around with it, but Shopify is not that complicated. Once you know HTML, CSS, and JavaScript, all you have to do is all you have to learn is how they do the Shopify way with liquid and JSON stuff, and that's it. Like it's not that complicated. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta look at his content again. He had some yeah. good on here. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Pay all my debt, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it. Like, that's it, man. Like, I'm literally, I I'm literally considering selling my car, so I can use the extra income to pay my debt off as fast as possible. Are you gonna walk to work? I'm going to bike to work, okay? I'm going to buy an e-bike. I'm going to bike to work. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So you got yeah. like, well, no, like, uh, what? Netflix subscriptions and all that? No. Uh, my girlfriend, she has Netflix for her family. So mm, she has, nice. she, she gives me mine. She gives me hers, but I don't mm-hmm. use it. Like, there was a TV right here. Like mm-hmm. the viewers can't see because we're we're talking, but there was a TV. I, I took out TV. Like I'm not watching TV. Um, like the Fire Stick that I bought for the World Cup, I want to give it away. So if people want a free Fire Stick, just email me, pay for shipping, and it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm all working, building something, growing my brand on YouTube and on LinkedIn, right? And that's it. Like that's my goal for 2023. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm going hardcore. Minimalist uh, lifestyle. Hardcore mode. Like I'm not doing anything. Like my life, my life is gonna involve just going out for walks to get the sun because yeah. I live in Florida, and just work. That's it. Man. Yeah, next year I'm definitely gonna be grinding too, man. Oh no, I'm just saying, 2023 is about the grind for sure. Yeah, it's about just the grind. Bad. It's about everything. Oh, that's it, man. That's basically all the plans I have right now. Yeah, man. We need to. We still need to do those monthly spaces, though. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think um, we should definitely do them. I want to do, like I told you, like a monthly space to help juniors out. But I just yeah. want to focus more on on LinkedIn. Like Twitter doesn't really appeal to me, because what I'm looking for is to have people who. Who can help me, right? And yeah. and I can help them, and another way around. So I want to have CTOs, COOs, recruiters, other software engineers uh, as friends, as acquaintances, whatever, and and just mm-hmm. go from there, grow grow my network, and yeah. and go from there. Because like I said, I do not want to like if I if if I'm trying to find my job, my next job, applying, I lost in my mind. Like I need I need to find my next job by word of mouth. In two thousand twenty three. It's going to be that for me. Yeah. Got to mm-hmm. build that. Yeah. Got to build that soon, man. I don't get but, any uh, messages from pe- recruiters on LinkedIn, though. I might have to fix something. I, 
I, I, I was getting some in the past, but not anymore. What I've been getting is, I think some recruiters they have my email on their system, in their system, and they send they they blast an email out to people, and they were just saying, "Hey, junior engineer needed." Like I, I got one today, junior engineer needed C sharp, .NET framework, and stuff like that. It was like, oh, whatever. I I ignore it because I don't care, right? But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like that that's what I have. But I think the goal will be to befriend like one or two recruiters that if a opportunity comes to their desk, the first person they think of is you. Yeah, definitely. Right. So that would be the goal and have like a four mm-hmm. or five people like that that will just send you stuff. And of course, practice interviewing, practice lead code. Practice all the stuff, and, and go from there. I think I think that would be the best thing to do. You know, what I'm thinking of I'm thinking of like hiring a writer just to write me technical articles, and then just posting it on LinkedIn. I don't oh, know how you, from Fiverr. <laughs> no, I've had bad experience with Fiverr, but um, obviously I'm going to read the article myself, but just to save time. Mm. Um, I, I think it were, maybe if you can like since you know SEO uh, maybe you can just give them the the key the the, um, the words that you want you want to tackle I, I think I think that's how it works you just hey here's a list of words I need you to include in the technical article about this topic just write it yeah that's right? a good idea so maybe you can do that, but what experience do you have you have you had with Fiverr? Uh, making logos, articles. Mm. Those mostly those two, but I prefer um, Upwork. Costs more, but I've had a better quality for articles from there. Mm. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I I think that would be a good idea if you can streamline that. And I don't know. I I'm assuming LinkedIn is has to be SEO friendly. Uh, um, but yeah, it's yeah, to be SEO friendly for recruiters. So, mm, mm, got it. Yeah. What what I did is I'm building my new website right now, and I use Notion as a CMS content management system, and it's pretty good, man. I'm, I'm if you want to build a blog or something, just use Notion. Oh okay, yeah. No yeah, thing. it's it's great. Uh, uh, I know you you like React, uh, so I think there's called something called React Notion that you can use, and and it just pulls data from Notion and and you're you're set, man. You don't need anything else. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll I like Vue. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Have you tried Probably, Vue? Uh, you... I've tried it for an assessment for a job, but I don't have much experience with it. You got to try Vue, man. I'll show you Vue. I'll show you how we can get data from the API and how easy it is to do everything. React, but React has React has more, more jobs, so yeah. I don't know. But if you think about it, Vue 
has less jobs, but the people competing for those jobs are less, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe you may have an advantage over there. So who knows, right? That is true. It's a good point. It's a good point. But the thing I would do for juniors or people who want to learn how to code, just go to the market that you want to that you want to be at. So, for example, you're open to moving. You want to be at. You want to be in Austin, in Miami, Florida, and let's say Newark, New Jersey. I don't know why would you go to Newark, but it's just an example. <laughs> and just search the job that you look that you want, and look at the keyboards. What type of um, what type of um, uh, software? What type of languages they want? Like if they want React, they want .NET, they want uh, C Sharp. Uh, from my experience, I think Newark, they want like C Sharp and C type of thing because it's, there's a lot of like Fortune 500 companies over there, like Panasonic's over there, and some other companies like big companies, and they're probably the major employers of that area. And you know how big companies they like old stuff, so C Sharp, I think, will be your best uh, bet over there, and Austin will be probably like React or something. Just look at the data, learn that, and just get in the foot, get your foot in the door. Once you get your foot in the door, uh, they say it's easy. I have no idea. I cannot vouch for that, but I'm pretty sure it'll be easier. Uh, just thinking logically, it'll be easier because you have experience now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, so like breaking in is the hard part. Yeah, breaking in is the hard part. Like everything in life, breaking in is the hard part. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed the episode. Please give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Everything we spoke about is in the show notes. And talk soon.